0: good afternoon good evening or good morning this is coach JKB and we are working on PNTT previews I'm gonna be flying solo for this round and we will be covering the will group The will group contains Morgantown Ocala Ann Arbor and Seattle and I'll jump right into the team previews Uh, Morgantown Warriors coach Allie Lilly has brought in the 123-110 freshman class. That's replacing a 202-210 senior class from last year, so maybe a slight addition of talent. Uh, The freshmen actually bring uh, one... looks like a decent perimeter score. Derek Giffen is 6'3", 19 points a game on 58% true shooting. Also dished three assists per game. Uh, and that's somebody they might really need because they graduated their point guard last year who was sort of a subpar floor general and only contributed 10 points per game shooting. So this could uh, end up being a positional upgrade at point guard on a team that overall went 16-8 and with a fairly poor point guard last year. Uh, the stars on this team that you see... Uh The forwards, who were freshmen last year, you got Dylan Flores and Nicholas Johnson. They joined as part of a nine slash four freshman class that is going to be the sophomores this year. Uh, last year, they combined for about twenty seven points a game on over fifty two percent true shooting, and they look to be the core of this team. Uh, They shoot, they rebound, they pass, and they do play a little defense. So this multi-talented 6'8 sophomore class is what's really going to stand out when Morgantown hits the floor. Um, Looking very quickly at their schedule... Uh, they have a couple tough bracky games. They, you know, they have to deal with Seattle as the first game. Uh, normally, the first seed, like Morgantown, will get a cupcake right off the bat, right? But that fourth seed, Seattle, had a real strong finish to the season. Uh, they got themselves into the PTT, and looks like they posted five wins and one loss down there. So. Um, Morgantown sort of gets caught up with it with a tough game right off the bat compared to what most one seeds will see in this tournament. Uh, so that's what's looking like for Morgantown right now. Uh, now they were ranked 63 last year and got into the NTT themselves. Uh, that was after three straight years in the DTT. So they made a quick hop up to the NTT uh, thanks to that freshman class that's now sophomores. and we'll see if they can keep that momentum going this year. Uh, coming in as the second seed. That's the Ocala Opossum uh, subpar stash. His crew went 18-6 and six last year, ranked number 30. Uh, the f- seniors that graduated were ranked 42-46, and they were replaced by the 44-64 freshman class. So about the same transfusion of talent going out and coming in. Unfortunately, they, they lost three starters from those seniors that left. They had a point guard, a shooting guard, and a power forward that all departed the team. And the point guard was particularly high impact. He was the top scorer at 20 points per game with 2.9 assists and 1.5 steals. So it's real tough lose three starters. When you look at the freshman class they brought in, uh, two guys come in as scores. And it does look like one of them is a point guard, so they're hoping Jeffrey Harrison uh, looks like he's the guy who will take over at the helm. Uh, He scored 18.7 on 59% true shooting in high school with 6.8 assists and 1.4 steals. Uh, Jeffrey Harrison will be looked to to carry the team, uh, and he might get some balance in the front court by Nathan Butts. Nathan Butts is 6'10", Also scored 18 points a game with 58% true shooting, 10.6 rebounds, 1.9 blocks. Those numbers are fairly average, Uh, but still, he can get down there. He's tall enough to rebound naturally, and it looks like he can put the ball in the basket, which is something they didn't get from their front court last year. Um, So Butts will be down low with Jonathan Neal, their uh, their top returning player, it looks like. He''s, uh, he's going to be a senior center at six foot nine, uh, 9.5 rebounds, 2.3 assists, and a big 3.8 block. So he's their defensive presence. Uh, last year, they held their competition to 43.5% true shooting. So it looks like that defense by Jonathan Neal is going to be what, uh, what sort of the keystone for this team going forward. Uh, Ocala, was in the PTT last year. They were the first team out of the NTT, which is always a tough draw. Uh, They finished in the Final Four of the PTT, got the third third place finish. Uh, So it looks like they're able to put together a streak. Uh, We'll just see if they can put together a streak against this schedule. Uh, They pick up Montpelier, who is a top 30 team in their non-conference games, and we'll just see what kind of thing they can do to survive. <clears throat> the third seed is the Ann Arbor Bing Bongs with Coach Bradley. Uh, Ann Arbor graduated the 80-74 class from a PTT run. They were the seventh seed, and they got into the Elite Eight, so pretty well, uh, pretty good performance there. They brought in the 219-220 freshman class, uh, and that is replacing a team that needed uh, a starter because they lost their Starting power forward to graduation, Carlos Vasquez, was six foot seven with eight point six rebounds and four point three assists from the power forward spot. Uh, do they have the talent to replace that that loss? Um, if you look at their bench from last year and, and flip on the per thirties to see who they could bring in, uh, their best player was yet another senior, their backup point guard, who was nineteen points per game. I should say 19 points per 30 minutes. Uh, And it doesn't immediately look like they're ready to replace uh, their front court loss. The freshman class, too, uh, I already told you about their ranking, so it's not really worth going into it, but it looks like they swung for the fences and struck out. Uh, Benjamin Terry at 6'5", had 4.6 assists per game, so maybe he can be a reasonable distributor at backup point guard. But right now, this is a team that sort of has to bring it together in Ann Arbor. They'll have to move their other starters down a level and bring in an extra guard off the bench. That means they're going to be playing short and trying to shoot the lights out. Uh, they have one guy on their roster, though, who might be able to do that. Uh, Justin Hampton could shoot them out of any trouble they get into. Um, this this kid was a freshman last year, scoring 25 points a game on 60% true shooting. And they did not have a cupcake schedule because Ann Arbor has to deal with that Conference 15 Uh, play all season long so Justin Hampton's gonna have to probably play power forward uh, using his height he is six foot nine and he'll be expected to carry this team with his scoring Um, he was uh, but it looks like they have a point guard who might be helping out too. Jacob Allen uh, looks like the kind of guy who could start going all league if they need to uh, give him the extra shots he was 23 points a game only 50% true shooting, but sometimes when you're a point guard, you just end up jacking up those extra shots and padding your stats. Uh, alongside five assists and two steals, uh, Jacob Allen will all be always be in the mix, and and they'll need someone like with his defensive pressure at point guard if they're going to have some impact in these games when they're playing tougher teams like Morgantown and Ocala. Fourth team in the bracket is the Seattle Rain Dogs. Now, usually when you're looking at a fourth seed, this is a team that finished worst. Since we hand out these schedules after game 15, however, Seattle managed to bring their season back around and get a strong finish uh, going 5-1 and one in the PTT. Uh, their final record was 15-9. and nine. They were ranked 44th. Uh, they had a decent turnaround uh, in the offseason. They lost the 207-216 senior class, uh, had sort of a part-time point guard in the mix. Otherwise, the seniors didn't bring much impact to the team. Uh, they brought in the 155-107 freshman class. That uh, doesn't give you a lot of confidence necessarily, but one of these guys named Jason Rimmer was a six-foot-seven, undersized center, still up, put up 19 points, 10 rebounds, and 2.6 assists. So when you look at the fact that they only lost one part-time starter, and then they brought in a guy who is... Uh, a decent playmaking, middle of the lineup guy. Uh, I think Seattle might be in a good position to compete in this bracket. Uh, they are going to rely heavily on their senior class, which was uh, the third-slash-fourth-ranked class of that year. And the star of the show is Matthew Taylor. Taylor, uh, He's a 6'10 center, and he's spent three years just being an outstanding player. Uh, two times he's hit the all-league team and he was a first-team freshman All-Leaguer on his first year out. Uh, Last year, he put up 25 points a game, 58% true shooting, and almost 11 rebounds per game. So Matthew Taylor's going to soak up a lot of space in the middle. And frankly, there doesn't appear to be another center in the bracket who's going to be able to hang with him. So he might have uh, an outsized impact even above his All-League-level skill set. Out on the perimeter, given a little balance to Matthew Taylor, is Bradley Battle, who's a very highly recruited guard. Uh, he's six foot six. He's been scoring 22 points a game, 2.6 assists, and 1.8 steals. So, another all-around player, uh, part of a very lopsided sophomore uh, junior class. He's a junior now. It's 183 71. So it looks like he's the better part of that lopsided class ranking. Uh, Seattle looks like they're in a good position to compete for this. Uh, I think I'm at the point in this presentation where we talk about who the favorites are going to be. If it's not going to be Morgantown, so Morgantown is the top seed, and they have a very highly ranked sophomore class with those 6'8 guys I was telling you about. Uh, Their names are Nicholas Johnson and Dylan Flores. Uh, But Nicholas Johnson and Flores aren't they're fairly modest scores. They combine for 27 points per game, and you sort of need. Uh, it seems like you need a lot of, a lot of offense to play when you don't have, uh, the rebounding or the ball handling to compete with the other teams in this bracket. So I'm going to take the upset pick here. I'm going to go all the way down to the four seed Seattle Rain Dogs. That three slash four ranked senior class. Uh, they followed it up with the 32-43 sophomores. Uh, I think that's going to be more talent than the other teams bring to the table. Bradley Battle, Matthew Taylor, and then, boy, who else is part of this talent? Uh, Abraham Perkins, who is a sophomore this year, who is a great all-around small forward with 7.2 rebounds and 1.9 steals a game. Um, I think their size and talent is going to be too much for the other teams. So I'm picking Seattle Rain Dogs to come through as... A very rare fourth-seeded upset. Uh, Last portion of this is we want to talk about the best players that could come out of this group. Um, Once again, those two guys in Seattle, man, it's going to be all about Bradley Battle and Matthew Taylor. I think not only are they good enough to compete against the other teams in this bracket, I think they can even try to pull off the upset in their toughest game during the PNTT, which will be against Huntington Beach. Um, Huntington Beach doesn't seem to have the size to go down and handle a guy like Matthew Taylor and Bradley Battle being a six-six shooting guard uh, I think he's going to give everyone fits out there so I'm picking Seattle's two guys to be be standouts when you start looking at the other teams um, you like Justin Hampton for Ann Arbor he's a guy who at least gives him a chance to win with his uh, incredibly accurate shooting from the forward spot and then, if you want to talk about a freshman, that'll probably stand out. Uh, I think you got to look at Nathan Butts, who's coming into Ocala. Uh Being six foot ten, he's going to get a big job, having to play uh, down in the post for this team, get a lot of rebounds. And uh, I think they're going to need a little help on offense, having graduated their top scorer at twenty points per game. There's room for someone to come in and score a bunch of points. So, uh, Nathan Butts might be the freshman of the bracket here for the. Uh, will group. Well, this has been JKB giving you a bracket preview for the PNTT. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you all have a great tournament and a good season. Bye now.